Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast Brave and Quiet. We are very excited to come back after a brief break and sincerely hope that you continue to find these episodes useful. I'm Bhavna Raikar, your host, and today we will be discussing the questions that are asked by parents related to their kids' mental health with our experts Dr. Umrania and Dr. Kaur. I had reached out to other parents in the various Facebook groups I'm part of as well as my own village and we got these vast area of questions that we will talk through in today's episodes as well as a few more episodes to come so thanks to each one of you for submitting the questions and thank you for your commitment to mental health we have tried to distill down the questions into various topics like social media use in teens cyberbullying and many other topics the first one is on social media it is present everywhere especially teens are growing up with them Tell us about social media use in teens. Hello everyone, I'm glad to be back here today. Broadly, the term social media describes types of media that involve digital platforms and interactive participation. It includes forms such as email, text, blog, message boards, connection sites, games, entertainment, apps, and other social networking sites. often teenagers view social media as a safe haven where they can express their feelings without having to face the live reaction of the other person various large scale surveys have shown that 90% of the teens ages 13 to 17 years have used social media 75% report at least one active social media profile and 51% report visiting a social media site on a daily basis about 2/3 of the teens have their own mobile devices with internet capabilities so you can see this data indicates that social media has become an extension of the teenager's life are there any benefits to it according to one study social media was associated with the potential benefit of teenagers reporting greater connection to friends and interactions with more diverse groups of people who can provide them with support another study noted that higher internet use is linked to positive social well-being higher use of communication tools and increased face-to-face conversations and social contacts in college students i'm sure everyone listening especially parents found that very interesting so let's talk about risks When should we be concerned as parents regarding the children and teenagers' internet use? What is the negative impact of social media, especially on your mental health? That's a very good question. Several studies have found a correlation between the time spent on online technologies and depression. So if our youngsters are spending a lot of their time on social networking sites, there is a small possibility that they may have lower self-esteem, poorer adjustment and depressed mood they may be isolating themselves more and avoiding direct interactions with their peers in some cases an addiction like pattern of internet use has been seen which is very concerning and may indicate possibilities of underlying emotional difficulties and other mood related symptoms another point to make here is that sometimes Some youngsters may have a very hard time regulating the time they spend online and may have the fear of missing out 
and this may result in poor school performance or poor performance in extracurricular activities. Excellent points, Dr. Kaur. And additionally, one of the biggest challenges that many of our younger family members have to deal with is cyberbullying or cyber victimization. Spreading false information about an individual or calling them mean names are easy when you do not have any direct contact with the victim. The victims often suffer in silence and have to deal with others' biased views. This increases the risk of depression and also suicidal ideations in some cases in the victims. Studies have often noted that people who engage in cyberbullying may be in fact suffering from depression themselves and saying negative things about others may be their way to dealing with the world. Another big issue are accessing areas on the internet that are inappropriate or overwhelming, being exposed to online information that promotes hate, violence and pornography. Some youngsters may be revealing too much personal information on social media sites. I'm certain that that's like the number one worry that we have as parents since social media and so many other inappropriate websites are easily available to the teenagers. What are the steps we as parents can take to ensure that our children are protected and have a safe online experience? Excellent question. Spending time with a child exploring an online service initially as well as periodically participating with a child in their online experiences gives parents a great opportunity to monitor and supervise their activities. In order to make a child's online experience more safe and educational, parents should limit the amount of time a child is spending online and surfing the web. Another thing that they can teach them is that talking to screen names in a chat room is the same as talking with a stranger. Emphasize to the children that they should never give out any personal information to any individual that they are chatting with on an online website. Teach them to never agree to actually meet someone they have interacted with in an online website. Do not provide them with any credit card numbers or passwords that will enable online purchases or access to inappropriate services or sites. Highlight to them that not everything they are seeing or reading online is true. Make use of the parental control features that are offered with your online service or obtaining commercially available software programs to restrict access to certain chat lines, news groups, and inappropriate websites. And to add to that, provide for an individual email address only if a child is mature enough to manage it and plan to periodically monitor the child's email and online activity. Monitor the content of child's personal web page and screen name profile information. Teach a child to use the same courtesy in communicating with others online as they would if speaking in person. In other words, no vulgar language, no name calling, etc. Insist that child follow the same guidelines at other computers that they might be using, such as school computers, computers at library or at friends' homes. Friending or following your child's social media accounts with an agreement about whether you will or won't post or respond to their post. No screen time such as no screen at the dinner table, 
no screens in bedrooms after a certain time of the day, or no social media use until homework is done. Ensuring that privacy settings are turned on to limited access to personal information. Parents should remember that communicating online does not prepare children for real interpersonal relationship and discuss this at length with them. Thank you for those insights, tips and tricks, Dr. Kaur and Dr. Umrania. As you mentioned, cyberbullying has now become a common way of bullying. How should we work as a family to deal with it? Rude comments or bullying in general can make one feel sad, hurt or angry, leading to feelings of low self-esteem, low confidence and in some cases anxiety and depression. When these rude comments or bullying are online, it can be even worse because it is happening in a place that is public where they should be feeling safe. A few tips to deal with cyberbullying are help children learn to not take these rude comments personally. Help children avoid rereading the offending comments as this will only lead to further frustration and anger. Help your children understand that not everyone shares the same beliefs or views. Another tip is consider taking social media or technology break. Limit your child's social media time. Instead of them repeatedly going online and reading the comments, set up a time limit. And then another important factor is report and block. Most of these social media sites want to help you feel safe online. They have a lot of built-in tools to keep you safe. Report the offending comments to a group moderator or a higher authority such as school teacher or principal and block that particular person from your profile. Thank you both of you for these excellent insights. My sincere hope is that everyone listening now has more tricks in the bag to tackle these situations and also to keep the conversation going with their kids. On this note, thank you to everyone who joined us today. We will continue to talk through more topics that we received through parents in our next episode. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, visit our website for more updates on the upcoming episodes. Thanks again. Keep talking and hope you have a great day ahead.